Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And, uh, you know, Tud, it's it's really disappointing that you didn't make it last week. I don't know what you were... What What is more important than being here for the uh, for the recording of our podcast? Uh, well, you know, I went for a walk before recording, and I passed this lake, and there was this duck, and I was like, well, why is this duck by itself? It was a baby duck. And I was like, well, I can't let this duck go but be by itself, so I kind of just followed it, because I didn't really want to interact with this duck and get my scent on it and, like, let the mother not come back to it in case the mother was there, right? Mm. So I spent about, like, four and a half hours following this duck. Finally, the mother comes back. I swear to God, this mother was drunk. I don't know what this mother was doing. I think she was at another lake or something, but the mother duck is drunk. Comes back, kind of like looks at me, honks. It's like, ha 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 honk. And then takes its wing and scoops its kid and like starts waddling away and gives me that like mean look backwards. Like I didn't just spend four and a half hours of my time watching over your kid duck for you. And then by the time it was done, the podcast was over. And I don't know. I, I did something good, I think. Tale as old as time. <laughs> I mean, it's on- honestly like... The the amount of times, Tud, that you've missed a podcast due to taking care of, of, of animal children, it's it's unacceptable. It's just unacceptable. Listen, someone has to do it, and that's where I, man and people of Tud, uh, come into play, okay? It's a hard job, but someone has to do it. I, I guess, I guess. I mean, I, there's, like, other places you can do. Like, there's got to be a duck sanctuary or something. Like, you should start a, a Tud, Tud Duck Awareness Fund or something like that. You know, to death. Um, <laughs> a, well, tuck, a, tuck I, a tuck sanctuary? I was just yeah. so confused because when I texted you and I said, where are you for the podcast? And you just replied, too many fuzzy baby ducks. I thought you were talking about the beer uh, from New England Brewing Company, not a literal fuzzy baby <laughs> duck. So That's I'm glad that we got to the bottom of the story. Listen, it all, it all ended well. I mean, honestly, the mother was a bit of a Karen duck. But, you know, at the end of the day, the baby was safe, and that's what mattered. And at the end of the day, it's one further uh, good deed towards going towards the Tuck Sanctuary, the Tud Duck Sanctuary, mm-hmm. opening up uh, at a store near you. You can you can donate every cent you donate. You get one lollipop in return. Well, that's, so, that's a good return. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know who's making profit here. I think you guys are. But <laughs> one day. You know, it, Tuduk is uh, is pretty good because then you can be like Tuduk, and then that's all I got. That's the end of that joke. Um, <laughs> oh, I was way more proud of that was, in my head. Yeah, uh, it was a good one in your head. I think <laughs> you should have been up there. It was a yeah. riot. I was going wild. <laughs> so, for those of you who oh, haven't man. noticed, um, we actually <laughs> we have a special guest today, replacing replacing Tud. We have. Kiwi Kadoto joining us yet again. Kiwi, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me back yeah. after that story. <laughs> Didn't know where it was going. Oh. Tud, I'm sorry. But I'm, I'm happy to <laughs> be along for the it, journey. It wasn't Tud? Yeah. Uh, you put me on the spot. I didn't think I had to actually explain Tud's absence for him. So Listen, came to you got to think, think on your feet, new Tud, okay? <laughs> thin ice. Thin ice, new Tud. Uh, I don't know. I would argue it was really good fast thinking on, on new Tud's feet, so... I guess that's true. I guess that's true. It was a test. <laughs> the mo- most detailed story Tud's ever told on the podcast. It's up there. What's new, Tud? <laughs> He's going to come back and be like, what kind of legacy do I have to uphold now over here? He's going to have to explain everything he does every day now. Who knows? Well, I mean, we don't call you new Tud for right. nothing, okay? Yeah, it's, it's like, not temporary, Tud. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. Not Sorry, substitute Tud. 
shouldn't have left. Yeah. I know, Sh- right? Shouldn't have had plans. Jeez. Uh, that's kind of how a podcast works. Like, if you miss a week and someone just happens to take your place, like, it just, it, it, you know, I, it I'm just is now. what it is. I think, well, I think it's like that now. season of Boy Meets World where they, like, got a new Topanga and, like, they got the new girlfriend for Corey, and then they had to have the viewers vote which one they wanted. I think that's what we need is we need, like, the the new Tud versus old Tud battle where they both come on and we have to see who maintains their place on the podcast, new Tud or old Tud. Who gets the closer point. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be a podcast out there. Maybe we can have Jordan do, like, a special host. It would be Jordan and new Tud and old Tud. Not us. We're not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then two other people can be new Chris and <laughs> oh my god oh no <laughs> we can't do it yeah imagine it just ends with absolutely no one originating from the podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is just how we retire we just uh, pass our legacy on it's a gauntlet hosts. it's a gauntlet <laughs> <laughs> oh man um well welcome kiwi or new tud whatever whichever you, which do you prefer i like new tud Okay, got you. Yeah, I might uh, accidentally I like call ask. you Kiwi, but I'll, I might use the two interchangeably. We we know who you are. Okay, right. it, it's fine. We, right. we all know I'm new Tud. <laughs> Sometimes How, mistaken as Kiwi. Right, exactly. But check out New Tud on Twitch. Um, anyways, <laughs> new Tud New Tud Kadota. Uh, um, but uh, how what's been going on? How have you been um, since the last? I don't know what ten episodes ago. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been a little bit not too not too many not too many it's been good though um obviously as you guys well know i know jenna talked it a little bit but uh the beer industry has been a little crazy especially as a female that works in the beer industry uh honestly straightforward there's a lot i legally can't talk about because i'm still uh dealing with lawyers about some certain things uh because my brewery no it's not i i didn't sexually harass anyone um but my my brewery uh cares a lot when this whole thing came through and uh they took it very seriously and retained lawyers to speak with some of their um employees and honestly they, they kind of got what they thought they were going to get which was us being like yeah <laughs> you know this is, a, right. this is quite the thing uh so i've been dealing with that for a few weeks um on top of i had to buy a new car Whole, whole whole stress of, of a lot of things happening so it's it's been quite a whirlwind in the beer industry on top of all this you know things that are ha- very important things but crazy things that are happening just all around us the bars are opening on top of this and things are kind of getting back to like a new normal and it's like ah not not <laughs> how you expect to your hot vac summer to be going so far it's yeah yeah so um yeah like as you guys know like there's a lot going on with the, the whole rat magnet uh, Instagram. I mean, it's crazy because, you know, Jenna's episode was a few weeks ago and like th- there's still new things coming out every day and multiple stories from different people. Um, it's a- it, the saddest thing about all of this is I look at them and I'm like, I'm not surprised by any of it. I actually switched my beer out today that I was going to do because of one of the breweries. I won't name. You can do your own research. Was accused. And I was really disappointed about it because I was like super pumped to try the beer. So I literally swapped my beer like yesterday. I was like, well, I can't drink that on the podcast. <laughs> like... Oh, that's it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, I think I accidentally messaged you from the, the <laughs> podcast account, and you were yeah. like, "Yeah, I can't really talk about it." And I was like, "No, no, no, I'm not trying to get a hot scoop or anything. Like, you know, I'm not bringing it to the pod." Uh, but at no, news. I mean, yeah, hot news. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Everybody, lawyer up. Do it now. Um, well, we all know the news listens to the podcast, right? Yeah, that's your last episode. Yeah. Just, it is true. They wrote in and everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. Uh, 
it it was interesting. Uh, we were all wondering what your take was. Um, obvious. Well, obviously bad. I mean, I think we guessed that. But you know, yeah. as someone who is in the industry, um, it's definitely a different. Uh, I, don't, I guess a different animal. I don't know how to say it, but you know, you're in. Yeah, it. I mean, it's it's odd because like of it. it, it, it the thing that sucks about this is it's very desensitized at this point for me where I'm not at all surprised by it. Um, it's still horrible. And like, honestly, the more you see it and the more you realize like it wasn't just you, it's just more of like an anger overall of like, like, why is this such a culture in the beer industry? And then it's also for any of us that enjoy craft beer, it's disheartening to see a brewery you absolutely adore in the limelight like this. And I'm not going to tell someone don't drink this brewery just because this is happening. Like it could be real. It could be not. Um, but just make some, if you if you care about it at all, like make some educated decisions for the time being, because um, they can easily not have known things have been happening, and they can take the right path and really you know t- own what was going on in their brewery and go- move forward. Or there you know some breweries that we've seen have doubled down and just uh, stuck. The like I, I'll say it, like Brewdog. Like if you guys see anything happening with Brewdog that is just like super disheartening with them. No, I haven't. But it sounds like what you're saying is just like any product, you got to be an informed consumer these days and uh yeah. look into it make your own choices yeah basically i mean yeah like you would do you would if you found out certain things were happening from employees or high up people at a company you purchase from like you would probably be like oh i don't want to support this company it's the right. same thing with beer but unfortunately for us we're like well we love this beer and it's super good and like i literally used to wait four hours a week in line for this beer like was that all for nothing like maybe sorry i don't know <laughs> it sucks but it's just kind of what it comes down to it, honestly. So I, I can't say any breweries definitively have yes or no to things. Like, obviously, all of them, especially my own, are taking their own legal actions. So really, either they're looking at the people slandering them or you're like mine. We're like, well, like, no, like, let's just investigate and find out what's happening on behalf of our employees, which is great. Um, but it, it's it's a huge shakeup in the industry. To me, I think it's slightly, I mean this in the weirdest way, but like, it's great that this is happening for females because I've done this uh, 10 years I've been I've been doing this crap and and it's always been this way and I've had times where females come and go in a brewery in a span of two months and male bar owners will be next to me and be like well you got to be able to handle bars and the dudes like good like riddance that's the wrong attitude yeah. <laughs> right yeah like like oh she couldn't handle it or oh this is yeah it's, I was like oh sorry yeah like you you sexually harassing her <laughs> it's a little right bit yeah much, yes. oh so, man you got to be able to handle that. Like. That's honestly how it is in the bars. I've heard it a, a billion times and I've experienced on my own end a ton of things I can't really talk about too much today just due to legal reasons. But yeah, it, it's a thing for every female. Like, it, you know, it, it sucks. So it just I, I hope at the end of the day, the takeaway is like maybe just treat female employees like they uh, they understand beer. Like we know what we're talking about and we're also human beings working in the workforce. You know, it, it's crazy. I, I don't really know. It's still so fresh. So yeah, no, I think that's good points, and like you said, it's uh, it's it's not a story with that is good in the sense that we like to hear about these things, but it's good that it's we're shining the light on it in a way, and that we're starting the conversation. Exactly, the conversation is what really what needed to happen, um, and the only unfortunate, obviously, beyond sexual harassment, is the sexual assault, and that is something that just really just needs to be taken seriously. Um, I luckily have never heard or seen of any of that in my industry um but i do know it's a thing so i'm just i'm just glad it's being a conversation and it hasn't died down after all these weeks until you know something serious comes through with it but i mean i can say like my lawyer was like well what can we do and i'm like 
unless you get the entire industry to s- cut the shit. Like, I don't, I really don't know what you can do other than just people on their own coming to an understanding of what's going on and how to handle it. It's crazy because I, I don't know. I don't know how to fix that kind of culture. You don't fix, you can fix it within yourself, but you can't fix other people. I mean, just like everything, and it's sad to say, it takes time and effort. Um, but the problem is you have folks that own breweries and uh, or allegedly uh, have been allegedly. named. Um, yeah. Well, course. they've definitely been named, but they've, <laughs> they de- they've definitely been named as, a, uh, you know, being part of these things um, and that, I mean, if they're not going to change, then, well, the whole the brewery's not going to change. So, um, you know, that's that's what's sad. I see it on the message boards. Uh, like, I'm still part of, like, a lot of Connecticut beer drinkers message boards and things like that. And I know it's everywhere. But there's one in particular that is just getting hammered daily because the, the owner was named. And he just hasn't fessed up to anything. He, he's, like, he's like, yeah, no, it, it's fine. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, it's not. It's not fine. Um, yeah. but, it's one I thing mean, to not have done anything, but it's another thing to pretend it's not happening. Right. Those right. are two very different things. Yeah. So that's where just some problems come to light. Or like for me, I'm a little bit bugged currently by BrewDog. And this isn't even really about females. It's about work culture and the way that, because it's not just females in this industry, by the way, that are dealing with this. It's men too, 100%. Um, and it's some, some of the brewery, brewery cultures are just so toxic and so underpaid. Like people wonder why, you know, oh, why, I, why am I going to my favorite restaurant and I can't get a seat for two hours? It's because no one wants to work because of how underpaid and toxic those cultures are. It's the same in beer. It really is. Like, but BrewDog, uh, they just, the, the owner himself put out this, or it was the owner or someone really high up. I don't remember who it was exactly. Uh, but he put something out where he's like, he's it's like there was a PR thing definitely written for him. And, you know, it was very like, oh, like, we're, we're taking this blah, blah, blah. And then he just like, you know, how do I pizzazz this in my own way? <laughs> how do I how do I put my own words on top of this? I know you gave me a PR statement that's safe, but where, where do I get my own statement in here? And he goes at the <laughs> bottom, you know, we have like a high, a high culture. Like, it's like, I'd have to find the actual wording of it. But he's like, yeah, like, if you can't handle it, like, this isn't a culture for everyone. If the high stress and work, like. Right. You he had to get his, you could. You could yeah, tell he had to get his own twist. It. Yeah, he just basically said, oh, well, if you're not here to play and work hard and deal with this high stress we're putting onto our employees, like, BrewDog's not for you as an employee. And it, it was like, dude, like... <laughs> right. You're not talking about, like... I mean, I'm sure there are, like, physical, mental stresses that go along with the industry, but it's not like... Like, coming to mind and speaking on my behalf, construction work is not for me because I would hate to do construction work and it would be hard work and all that stuff. It's not that. That's not what's the the problem. The problem is all the other BS. Like, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, just deal with it. Uh, It's ridiculous. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. They've been accused of creating hostile, toxic environments for their employees and it's basically like a toxic culture and then he was get just given a simple pr statement just to fucking send out and instead sorry like, it makes me mad but he's just like he instead he just like has to literally double down on exactly what he's getting accused mm-hmm. of because he hadn't put his own two cents in it it's super narcissistic and i don't understand like you you, you literally didn't have to do anything else and just send that statement and yeah. he's just yeah. getting absolutely slandered in the beer world that I know of. I'm kind of surprised you guys didn't know about that one. No, that's uh, that is surprising, especially since I know Jenna um, is originally from that area, so or I think around that around that area. But anyways, I, um, and they've had other issues. I remember reading about too. They've they've had a couple of PR flare-ups. Uh, you know, I won't go into, but this isn't the first time I've heard about issues no. with them. So no, definitely not. You know, Kiwi, you said it's like 
you talk to your lawyer and they said, you know, what would you do to fix it? And there's really no good answer. I think, you know, I don't think this is a, a fix for everything, but it just seems like, like I can't drink on the job where I work. And I feel like a lot of times when you add alcohol to situations, that's when people start crossing lines. That's when people, you know, say things that they shouldn't have said and, and, you know, speak their mind. And it's like, that's definitely not the only fix, but I could see that being a big part of the reason why the culture is the way it is, is that people are drinking a lot uh, in breweries in this environment. And oh, yeah. 100%. And I don't know if there's there's a, a fix to that, but maybe it's something <laughs> worth looking at. It's hard because like, n- yes and no. Yes and no, there's a fix to it where some breweries genuinely, some distribute, beer distributors are like, that you're not allowed to drink on the job. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, no drinking on the job. And then you get personalities that, you know, a lot of people that work in beer, like they, some some of them have been working it a long time that they probably have unfortunately developed some similar sort of alcoholism. Um, it just, it's just what happens with some people. If you have an addictive personality, it's a, it's, it is not an easy industry to work in. It's very mm-hmm. tempting and very hard to say no. And you could be like, okay, I'm not allowed to drink on the job. You go in, you're immediately walking into a bar. Um, this is for field sales. I can't really speak on behalf of working internal brewery. Right, right. Um, but, you know, like I, you go walk into a bar, you're now out of your office. You are in someone else's place of work. Uh, you are trying to sell them something. And, oh, what do, what do, you, what do you mean you can't drink? I'm not going to tell anyone. No, no, we're, we're, we're doing a shot. Oh, you're not you're going to come in here and try to sell me beer. You're not going to drink your own product. It's right. Very very pressuring um it's very hard to say no to people and you have to become very good at coming up with excuses is what i've learned (laughs) very good at coming oh sorry i just had a beer at the other bar i I gotta drive yeah i never had a beer at the other bar but you've always had you've always had to find a way to deflect right but then sometimes it turns into well like why don't like it's been weeks like you never have the beer at my bar and then like sometimes you have to bite the bullet and have the beer at their bar but this is speaking in a very logical, responsible way, and a lot of times that doesn't happen. Um, it's it's just every, and then that's one bar. You could fix that guy and say, "Hey, listen, like I can't drink." All right, like you, you settle that down. Okay, what about the next three hundred bars? You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Like, right. It's it's a whole like I said, it's you you can change that within yourself, but it's a very pressuring uh, industry, and it's it's really hard to like get everyone on board on the same page. Like a lot of these people have opened these bars to I don't know either drink to get away from their they're they're away from their wife for the day or husband whatever or like they just they're genuine alcoholics i'm I'm gonna say it you know like this is this is the one you know that the wednesday that all the beer reps come into the bar like they want to get drunk and they want to do something and you just like they're not gonna stop it's that, that social pressure you can't, yeah yeah it's really really hard and you really have to reflect on it and it i know some people i just said like oh well, they can't handle it but like it's it's hard it's it's really hard in the environment and I, I, there is some truth to that to an extent but at the same time like we as employees at a workplace shouldn't have to deal with that type of thing and there should be something that is given along the lines but there's just there's no regulations when you're not in your own place of employment it's hard yeah yeah i'm I can I can imagine that. I know if it were me, just just the scenario you were just explaining, I'd be like, I'd be drunk after three bars. So <laughs> Chris would last eight weeks in the job, and then be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, uh, it would be it would be it would be bad for Beer Dad. So, uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I won't lie. I was very I was very bad when I first started. I you kind of have I was to working... figure it out for yourself. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was twenty two, and I was like. Or twenty one. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I can't. This is the greatest job ever. I can, I can expense these beers. 
I could I could do it. I I slept in my car on I unadmittedly I slept in my car so many times and called taxis before Ubers and like it was my mom was like what is like this is not you're you have a problem. But I like give it give a twenty one year old a company card and be like yeah just get as much beer for you and your friends and then it could expense it like hello hello alcoholism hello problems like it's crazy. I would go into bars and hey two cases of blue light put them on top of the bar and then I would go on top of the bar and like throw them at people. It was amazing. That does sound pretty amazing. (laughs) That actually does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. But like, it's like I made a lot of mistakes back then. Like, so like, I can't tell you how many times I puked in my car. It was disgusting. And like, I had to reflect myself and be like this. You're disgusting. You're a disgusting human being. This is going to go down a road to alcoholism. And I had to genuinely reflect. And a lot of people sometimes don't do that. It was bad. I'm surprised I didn't leave the industry still. It was a bad time. But you toughed it out. And look where you are now. Your new tud on on a semi- hit podcast famous <laughs> say it you could say famous podcast famous and podcast. now i'm now i'm new tide now you're That's new right. tide yeah. all the roads have led you here how do you yes. feel <laughs> I, I feel great you know all those cases of blue light were totally worth it there you go well so Perfect. i got a, another question for you before we move off this topic you said you had a beer picked out from a brewery and then you realized that they were you know you picked out a different brewery is there if you're looking for maybe breweries to avoid or like where to get more information on this topic where do you go is it still rat magnets instagram or is there like a good list or good articles that has it all uh so there hasn't been an entire like col- i haven't seen anything myself of like a collective uh what would you call it uh collective a place of like don't go to these bars because a lot of these are allegations right honestly um rat magnet rat magnet herself kind of it's a lot for her this has been a lot of traction a lot of things and she's getting sued uh by some people for quote slander even though these aren't her stories like she's just sharing um so there's an account that was created to kind of take these anonymous stories and the heat of everything and it's a couple people now behind it um it's called embolden act advance um, and they're really what's like keeping on top of everything, and you know the stories that happen, they save them to their page. So, so you can this go is all Instagram. It like, yeah, so it'll like on their stories, it's a statements, Florida stories, uh, Oregon, California, UK. Like it, they kind of categorize like the, the shared stories on like you know how you can highlight stories on Instagram. This is mainly like what I really keep up with. They have a whole link tree too. I haven't gone too much into it. I just kind of go off of what I see at the moment. Because again, like I'm really not trying to make my own decision until I see concluding this right. is true. Anybody um, can I, say I'm, anything, but it's yeah. like, you, yeah, you want to be an give informed the consumer. Down. Right. You want to believe, of course. Like, I've, of course, I want to be on someone's side. This sounds traumatic as shit. But like, I, of course, like, I'm not going to, you don't know until you know type of scenario. So I'm just kind of like, like, hey, like, I'm not going to buy from this brewery for a bit in case this is true. It's not like a, oh, I'm never buying from this brewery again. Uh, it's just that. Unless it's from BrewDog and it's literally the guy himself just being <laughs> a, a jerk. Then I'm like, well, that's solid evidence right there. <laughs> it's, I'm, it's a shame. I love BrewDog, too. I love their stuff. So I'm kind of, like, disheartened by that. I mean, they, they can always bounce back and, hey, sorry, that that's not, that, that guy stunk. And, you know, but we'll see. Yeah, that's fine. I've never had a BrewDog beer I liked, but I don't really see them much around here. I think I've only seen, like, their boring, like, macro styles. But uh, oh, I get, we get some some of their craft here, and I, I know one of the reps here, so he always gets me cool stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is good. But, you know, it is what it is. But, but yeah, now I'll, I'll, um, New Tud I'll, says I'll they're out, out for her. But anyway, yeah. Embold and Act Advance, <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you guys have we'll put the, it, the text. We'll put it in the show notes. The link. Yeah. yeah show notes. It, again, we're not, we're not 
saying anything's true, but uh, do your own research, folks. And we're just giving you the tools to figure that all out. So Yeah, make your own right. decisions, really, at yeah. this point. There's, it's so much going on. Really, no one knows how to handle this thing. But that, that's who I, I currently uh, just keep up to date with stories and things. Or do, do you guys do Worst Beer Blog? No, what is that? Worst Beer Blog? Worst no. Beer Blog. No, are those uh, uh, all Instagram? There, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of ones that are, honestly, I, I should put you guys on this. Um, we have a lot of, like, beer rep and uh, distributor rep person, like Instagrams where like people that work in it and things that we talk about if anyone's ever interested. There's another one called like Beer Rep Diaries. It is basically all of us just memeing about like the industry and what it's at. And that's actually another really great outlet to look at on Instagram. If you, also, if you just want craft beer memes. Um, but it's a lot of industry people that talk about things, which is kind of cool. That'd be cool to check out for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But man, all this talk of sexual harassment sure has made Chris thirsty. <laughs> it sure has. I was actually about to say, now, New Tud, are you able to drink or did you have one at the last podcast? Right. <laughs> uh, 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 New Tud can definitely uh, do a beer. New Tud got a beer. Okay, good. If, I, wasn't, if, if, I wasn't sure. I mean, I am man of people, Tud. I, man no, of people, true. New Tud. <laughs> Yes. No, Mop- I can't say new Tud yet. Moppent. <laughs> Moppent. I am the Moppent of the podcast. So, I mean, I obviously have to have a beer. Right. So, I'm going to I'm gonna crack that open. Beer's ASMR. There oh, no, you I go. had a horrible... Mm. It oh. Didn't... oh. Oh, no. It didn't do the... Oh. And oh, now there it's, we... oh, now it's everywhere. Oh, no. Maybe you're new Chris. <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm new Tud now. That wasn't a pour. That wasn't a pour. It was just, no, it's uh, the, whole, the whole experience from start to end. Really. Rare, rare Chris uh, I mean, the pour is not looking that great either. So. That's a really You know, maybe I just want to take out some personality from everyone in this podcast. That's right. What are you, what are you drinking? Uh, so we are doing... Sorry, I got so excited to pour it. I didn't, I didn't even tell you guys about it um so i'm drinking buried acorn today they're from syracuse new york Uh, i've only had a couple of their beers i'm not too familiar with them but i didn't want to look anything up because i didn't want to spoil anything nicely done very seriously um but this is their sour uh new england ipa it has a name exactly i'm pretty sure it's just buried acorn yeah it's just sour new england ipa love buried acorn but the, the can art's very pretty. We have a girl on her phone looking very disinterested. We have a uh, a mermaid cow centaur trident lady, and she's um she's got some udders. It's very interesting. And then a shark with uh some check marks, being like, yeah, check this out. And uh yeah, it's it's I, I there's a lot going on in the can. It sounds like it. Created by uh the art was by uh Dan Tickler, Tink Tickner, Tickner, not Tickler. Excuse me. <laughs> Just a man, a man who. Who, who tickles Dan's. Yeah. Sour. So like the whole sour IPAs have been like really trending and I don't know how I feel about them. So I, I don't know. It's It's been really hot. Like it's the hot thing to do right now. And I just, I'm not sure. So I was like, you know, I've only had a couple. I'll do it. Usually it's like a sour milkshake. This one didn't seem like it was that. So I'm kind of excited to try. Maybe it can win you over. We'll see. Yeah. Off the nose, you definitely get some acidity from it. A little bit of, a little bit of floral, but nothing too crazy. I don't know. I'm I'm so nervous with the the, the sour IPAs. I don't know. <laughs> what did you guys think about them? Yeah, I I'm trying to think. There's Bonsai, the, the local brewery by me. They've done um, they've like aged IPAs in wine barrels, which gives them a like little sour tang, but they're not like fermented like a sour. Um, I like that that take on the style. Yeah, I mean, I generally enjoy them. Um, I haven't had a ton, though. I think the best one I've had was at One World Brewing 
in Asheville. Uh, they had a really, really good one. I uh, can't remember the name of it, but it was it was very solid. So um, generally, I like them, but I, they can be a little either weird or too much. One of the two, or both. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of like the milkshake ones because honestly, I don't mind this. Okay. And I don't know if this is like maybe the first good one I've had or just like done right or maybe it's done wrong, but it tastes better. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really not too familiar with the style, but it's very champagne-y. Okay. That's like the best. I get I get quite the champagne like body, mouthfeel and flavor from it as well. Like it's super acidic to start, but then the, when you're finishing, it's so dry and light. I love it. Like it's it's honestly, I'm I'm kind of. All that doesn't sound like this. a New England style to me. It's not juicy yeah. in the least bit. Let me clarify this here. If we're going to go off of points for uh, New England, this is the absolute opposite to me. Um, it's like a brute almost. It does. It kind of tastes like a bread beer, kind of, but like not bread. It is brute, isn't it? Isn't there a bread beer too? There is. I think, are, I think there yeah, is. I think the, brute the, is the champagne one. Brute is the champagne, right? Yeah. Um, Which was like a big thing in 2019 for like three yeah, months. Yeah, that was that was way, <laughs> way long ago. Oh my God. I literally, we, we got questionnaires at our brewery and we, they were like, should we sell brute beers? And we were just like, no, by the time we make this, like it's going to be out It'll of be style. Face. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. I remember I had like one from New New Belgium and it wasn't horrible. But I was like, I'm good with this not being a trend, please. Yeah, I, I I think they were trying to appease to like all the people that were all back before people when people had hope back in the day to be like fit and stuff because you brew out all the sugars and blah blah blah. I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. and then the pandemic hit and people were just stuck inside watching Netflix drinking beers. So. Yeah, they wanted them to taste good that time. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, this is great. Like I yeah, with the whole New England thing, it's like you can tell it wants to be juicy, but imagine the juicy characteristic, but then someone put a bubble inside of it and just like thinned that out and like you're mm-hmm. trying to reach that, but when you want to get to the best part, there's just like a dry air shock from that. And that's really what this is. I don't know how else to possibly explain. Um cuz like, you're you're trying to hit that juicy characteristic, but it just goes like really acidic, like really dry. Like a nice, crisp, like clean finish. It's so weird. I like it though. I don't know how to categorize this beer. I've never well, really. So I have friends excited. that make mim- mimosas by taking a, <laughs> a champagne flute and filling it ninety percent of the way with champagne, and then like they like squeeze an orange around it and be like, "It's a mimosa now." Like this, is what it sounds like this, like just that's, that's the faintest tint of juice. <laughs> To, on this mimosa. That's I mean, how Dana makes her mimosas. <laughs> orange or, mimosa. Orange juice for color. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it it, it 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 does really, really have that champagne feel to it. Um, I, I, I do love it. I just, I wouldn't say it's like definitely, I wouldn't say it's a New England. And I honestly have a hard time grasping IPA from it. I can tell, like, you can get that hop from it, too. Like, you can get a tiny bit of a hop bite from it, but, like, it's also not a sour. I just, I, I'm really new to, I wasn't prepared to talk about this beer because I really don't know a lot about them. But goddamn, someone had to sexually harass someone at a brewery and I had to change mm. my beer. It's okay. I like, I mean, it's different. It's That's what I like about it. We talk, I've said before, we have too many beers that are just like, yep, it's a juicy IPA. Okay. Yep. What That's else can what I say is. about it? Tastes but. like orange. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely different. I honestly, I might have to add one of these for a, uh, I'm sending Chris and I are trading beer packages. Oh, 
I'm, That's right. I'm intrigued by this nameless buried acorn beer. I'm looking them up right now, see if I can find it. I, I didn't look it up, so I don't know if there's actually a name. Honestly, all they're they're definitely a smaller brewery. So honestly, all it says is sour New England IPA. I will say there's three check marks at the top as well. Like maybe oh. that has to do something with the name. There is there is a three check mark beer on here. Yep, IPA sour check mark check mark check mark. That's the name of it. <laughs> yep. Check mark, check mark, check mark. Okay. Well, to be fair, the check marks are literally just check marks and it doesn't physically say check mark, check mark, check mark. So no, I how know. is I. Sp- uh, oh, are you hiding? Nope. Yeah. I, didn't I think see. we trust you that it just is like three checks. Li- I like that because. Because <laughs> that's like that's like kind of a middle finger to the untapped culture a little bit, where it's like try and check this one in. Uh, you know? <laughs> it's literally three emoji check marks. And <laughs> yep, that is, and that's what it is on the untapped on, on in the untapped verse. So yeah. Um, so what did what do you what do you rate this beer? What is the new Tud rating? Uh, new Tud personally would rate this beer. Uh, not going off of anything I know from from the the style at all i'd give it a solid like four to five. Oh wow I, okay i'm honestly like i really enjoy the eclecticness of this beer i think it's really unique and you you see you hear new england and it's just like oh yeah yeah and then you try this and you're like wow like that's not what i was expecting i i this is something new to my palate my my senses are tingled okay um now new tud out of 166 check-ins what do you think the untaptiverse thinks oh god I've really messed up my my guess last time. But as new Tud, I have this new harnessed power of I could be man of people new Tud. Yeah, you could get what, what I, happens. I, I, there's a spot right here on the board for you. I, I oh God, what happens if I become man of people new Tud? Oh, I think officially we erase all of old Tud's check marks, and then <laughs> you take over his spot on the board. Yes, and uh, I, I we believe have so. NT gets the one check mark. Moppins, the Moppins of the pod. Yeah. That sounds pretty good to me. So my, my my thing is is that like I as someone that's in a beer, I really do like this. I know it's a small brewery. I don't know how the people of Syracuse, New York are feeling about this crazy style because we've talked about it before. Is you know with with the whole kumquat uh, scenario of it's a great beer, but if it's something unfamiliar to uh, the untapped universe, sometimes they they don't they they don't take lightly to it. They're like, I don't like this. If it's not the norm, um, but I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going to give this a 4.09. I'm it nowhere is, near it. It is not a 4.09. No, you're, you're not. You're not even in the right number. They hated uh, it. 3.78. They despised it again. That despise like 3.78. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's it's not it's not terrible bad, but, you know. All right. Well, Moppent, you should you should really br- brush up on. Now watch, I'm going to be off by like, I'm going to be off by like uh, two points. (laughs) I know absolutely nothing of the sour IPAs in the beer world. Like I don't sell them. I've barely come across them. They're usually also milkshake, which probably helps with it a little bit. I thought it was weird, but I think it's good, but I should have come with my gut. I knew they would hate it. Knew it. Yeah, we talk, we, like you were saying, we talk about all the time where it's just weird stuff. You you can never, you, it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. (laughs) Untapped is a ficky, a finicky place. I'm so sad, Faith. Maybe, maybe it'll hold up. Maybe. Uh, well, you mind if I go next? Chris, my beer has sweat all over it, so I wanna, I wanna drink this. Yeah, okay, I know you drink. keep yours in the fridge till you're ready. So. That is true. Drink the sweaty beer. Mine's, mine's still cold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have another interesting style. 
another sour beer. This is got this again from my uh, my trip to Vegas. It's from Burning Barrel Brewing Company, and it's their Mac Nut Chichi. It's a nice little tropical drink on the can here in a, a pineapple with some umbrella action and crazy straw. It's a tiki-inspired imperial sour with macadamia nuts, pineapple, coconut, and cream of coconut. So it's uh, sounds terrible. <laughs> sounds like untapped, which is oh god, it's beer. exploding. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, this one uh, definitely uh, yeah, fermented in the can a little bit here. New Tud, I'm I'm not a fan of coconut. I didn't know if you knew that. Um, yeah, I only knew about the Taco Bell scenario. I don't think I've heard about the coconut. I've had Taco Bell now. I, I heard I feed the Fiesta, the Seis de Mayo. Yeah, is I'm glad. Good. Welcome. I wish it's I didn't good. know about Taco Bell. I wish I could stand <laughs> Taco Bell. Honestly. I you wish, wish I was you in could your position. Delete that part of your brain. I do. I mean, I I like to make crunch wraps at home. That's my compromise to myself. Is I'll I'll make the crunch wraps at home. Very and fair. And I tell myself they're healthier. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, Chris. I think you would hate this beer. There's literal chunks of coconut, uh, like that have come out of the top of that are all over the outside of this can. Oh now. man! All that cream of coconut uh, in here, and you can actually see it on the head of the beer. I don't know how it's gonna turn out. But, uh, okay. Yes. Okay. So they definitely put a lot of cream of coconut in here, made it into each and every can. Um, but yeah, I've never heard of Burning Barrel. I don't know anything about them. This is um, kind of going in blind, like like Kiwi here. But it is, I think, the hottest day so far of the year. One of the hottest days of the year here in Montana. So I thought, what better day to have a little little tiki action, you know? Um, what better than a hot day than creamy, chunky coconut? Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, it sounds so good. <laughs> so, yeah, not much on the nose, but taking that first sip, it tastes like a tiki drink. It tastes like pineapple coconut goodness. doesn't taste like a beer. tastes like a pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine, like, if you melted a pina colada because it's not, it's not icy. It's just like a beer, beer pina colada. This would be like... If Budweiser made like a Bud Light Pina Colada Rita, that's kind of what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> Do they not have one yet already? I feel like they've got to have something like that out there. You would think so. I feel like those those Lime Rita's were big a couple years ago. I don't know if they're still around, but they got to be. 7.9%. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not loving it. It's okay, but not like $8 a can. Okay. So... Um, what else can I say about it? Do I, okay, let's go through macadamia nuts. I didn't mention that. Um, I feel like macadamia is such a subtle flavor. I wouldn't want to waste my macadamia nuts by brewing them in a beer. I can't say I've ever liked a beer that's done the macadamia. I've had a couple and every time it's so underwhelming. I just don't think it translates well too well in a beer. Like yeah. I, I just never, I've never had one when you, now that you say that, like I've never really had something. I've been like, yeah, that was the greatest macadamia nut I've ever had. Well, they're like such know. a good soft the good texture nut, and it's like, why would you? That's the that's the whole appeal of the macadamia nut. No one's like, I don't know. That's what I like about the macadamia nut cookies. Those are good, but not. I don't need it in a beer. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of harshing on this beer, but it's not bad. Um, not great. Three seven five. No, three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Didn't earn a three seven five. I thought right. about it. Now, if that were a if that were a frozen cocktail, you know, would do you would you enjoy it a lot more? Like if you were going oh, into yeah. it, yeah, not expecting. Well, I mean. If it was like blended up with like in a blender with a little, you know, like that, that nice blended drink consistency, that'd be amazing. Like if you were caught in the rain or something, like you'd be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
if I was like reading the classifieds and I saw an ad that was like asking if I like pina coladas, I'd say yes. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. What Any other questions? No? no, that was it. That was it. Okay. Sorry. Again, funnier it, in my head. Riot. It's a riot up here. <laughs> what's, like the, what's, what's the flavor you get the most from it, though? Like, what, do you, what what's the most you're taking away from this beer? I'm kind of curious. Is it coconut? More, yeah. It's, it's I, I don't want to say equal parts coconut and pineapple because pineapple is such a more potent flavor than coconut normally. I feel like they had to add more coconut in here to get that flavor balance closer to 50-50. It's a good, it's a good approximation of that pina colada um mix but like i said i'm a little bit of the, the nuttiness from the macadamia but not a lot more yeah more just the 50 50 coconut pineapple oh okay. and um now i don't know oh, this is gonna gross chris content warning but now i've poured the rest of oh. the can in there's just like it's weird just, gross chunks of cream of coconut so on top chunky coconut oh man yeah. that's terrible and you chose the hottest day of the year to have this chunky chunky milk coconut well i'm sure beer. it says somewhere on this can like keep refrigerated and i put this beer in my check bag in the desert in las vegas and then it got onto the hold of an airplane so this thing's been hot it's been cold it's been all over maybe that probably didn't help the beer that much maybe um, maybe yeah possibly i need so, i need a straw to get through the the cream of coconut crust on this beer <laughs> the, the goodness you don't me. you don't please i kind of don't want to watch you drink <laughs> Okay, that. I'll uh, I'll can do you, it all off camera. Yeah, can you drink it off camera, please? <laughs> yeah, it's quite quite frothy. It's I'm gonna top. I'm gonna get a straw. I'll be right back. I'm getting a straw. <laughs> He's going to get a straw. <laughs> oh, it's so it just looks so curdled at the top. It does understand. not look it, it does not look appetizing. It does not look like, appetizing. Yeah, you know, well, we've all had our fruit puree beers here and there, but something about it just being white instead of like a raspberry or something like that is so off putting to me. Right. Yeah. It's like a crystal coke. Like, it's still Coke, but it's clear, and now I hate it. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> For you children out there, why are you listening to this podcast? But also, Crystal Coke was this thing back <laughs> in the day. Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Oh, Crystal Pepsi. Yeah, Crystal Sorry. Pepsi. Um, but anyways. Uh, okay. So, back to your chunky coconut beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. 103 check-ins on Untapped. Okay. So. I feel like I... Kiwis was low. I mean, sorry, new tuds. Again, I told you I'm gonna be uh, using them <laughs> interchangeably. How dare you? But um, you? this one can't be a four. It can't be a four. Um, I don't know. It's probably a three point seven nine. Okay, hold on to your seats. Uh, so kiwi. Uh, I mean, new tud. New tud Kodota. I, we're just screwing. I messed. Up. I screwed you. Up. Yeah, you screwed me up. You got me thinking about this old person I used to know. Um, kiwi. God damn it. Is still in the running. For mop, mop, really, it, really, it is a 4.41, wow. literally one of the highest ratings I've ever seen. On You've ever had on the show, yeah. <laughs> I hate low uncha- untapped so much. I hate oh, the it's low terrible. check-ins. It's terrible. Because yeah. you it's just terrible. don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Y- yeah I, it's, I said it's... Uh, the cutout is 50. Anything under 50, I said doesn't count. But so, I, I mean, you know, this one counts. This is this might be, you know, we were joking about you, Chris. This might be the furthest off guess we've had like ever. Right. Like, point right. 0.6 off, point yeah. six two or something crazy. like that. that I mean, yeah, maybe they just, that's crazy. They, they didn't need to drink that beer through a straw. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe it, it maybe your handling of the beer definitely did no justice because everything I, I think, read, like you, there's nothing. There's no bad reviews. They're all high. Yeah. Um, well, hang on. Let me I'll be right back. Got to let me look at my phone for a second. <laughs> Knock this average down effect. Yeah. But no, burning barrel, good for you. There you go. Where there are you, you out of? 
They, they uh, could have been ran- the traveling. Rancho Cordova, California. Good job. Uh, Burning Barrel, hope your, hope your other beers have the same amount of success as this one. <laughs> I've, I feel like I've heard of Burning Barrel, but I haven't had anything from them. It's such like a generic brewery name. I guess that's true. That... It could literally be any brewery in the United States. That's true. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, I just got to get, get it in the middle. <laughs> I'm Yeah. Lace is out, open. Dan. Uh, so... I have a beer that is also going to have extremely low check-ins, but I'm very excited about it. So let me grab it right quick. Sorry, even even now that you can see it on the straw, even. I, this is honestly, it's so off-putting. <laughs> it has to have been, hopefully, the travel is what did this. I think so. I'm very, I'm very concerned for the people drinking around this brewery in this yeah. area. Yeah. No, I looked again. There's a very big keep cold label on the side that I did not follow. (laughs) I am worried for Obert's Obert's tummy situation in about 45 minutes. I got an iron gut. I'll be fine. Okay. This is is conditioning training for for my gut. That's what this is. (laughs) All right. So I uh, recently uh, completed a beer trade with uh, someone from Twitch. Uh, Jake Sesney on Twitch. He's also a Patreon supporter of the podcast. Thank you for being Thank here you, and being a patron. Thank you, Jake. Um, and uh, he was like, oh, man, this is the, you may be the only person in North Carolina to have this beer, and I'm super excited. It is the 2021 Erie Micro Brew Festival in a can. So literally you had to go to the brew fest to get this. To get this. So, or be uh, you. Or be me who has the hookup, I guess. So um, I don't know how many check-ins it's going to have, but uh, it is a dessert sour. Wow. I honestly didn't even know that. I thought it was an IPA. I just assumed IPA. <laughs> look at so, us having a theme together. Yeah, look three at, sours look, here. Three sours. Hopefully it's not curdled. <laughs> three off-the-wall sours that we have no knowledge about. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be an IPA. I was like, yeah. okay. Uh, nope. Not an IPA. I'm, I'm excited about it, though. I, love, I mean, I do love myself a good sour. So let's see. I know nothing about this beer. I don't know what kind of fruit or what kind of dessert. So let's find out. But thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. As uh, New Tide, we, we appreciate the, the Patreon support here. Mm-hmm. Gives me the yes. time to take off and uh, look at ducks. Oh, it's a beautiful beer, though. Does it specify what type of dessert this is? Nope. Dessert just, just sour. Dessert. I'm, I'm... Just dessert. You sure it's not a, are you sure it's not a desert sour? Count the S's. Oh, hold on. <laughs> One, two, three, four, four. Uh, <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> that means it's a really, really craveable dessert because there's uh, more S's. That's how okay. you can this tell. It could literally be any dessert. It literally could be. I mean, I, I'm guessing it is something that uh, is. I'm looking for hints. I'm looking for hints on the can. Should we put um, guesses in before you drink it? Who's closest dessert? Okay, hold on. Yeah, let's. Okay, closest dessert. You you let me know. This is oh, what it looks like. Oh, we can even see it. Uh, strawberry shortcake. Ooh, that's a good. Des- that's a good guess. I'm gonna go like a, a raspberry cheap. Ooh, Ooh that's also that's a good another guess. good guess. Um, I'm gonna go. I don't know. Raspberry sounds really. Raspberry looks right. It does uh, look I'm gonna raspberry-ish. Go, yeah. I'm gonna go blueberry scone. <laughs> Who has a scone for dessert? <laughs> I don't know. Someone that's probably like, does. <laughs> That's like a tea thing. Like you do that with tea, right? Uh, scones and tea. Yeah, and yeah. See, so shout out to my sc- my scone heads. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm super excited. Uh, the head the head's already gone. It, it you know not long lasting head, but uh, I'm very. Uh, for those of you that don't check out check out maybe the Insta- check out an an Instagram and you'll may see it. Um, 
Uh, I think I, it smells raspberry y, so I think the raspberry is gonna gonna take it. It's very strong, very strong raspberry smell on the smell taste. So, but hey, there's still the cheesecake versus shortcake debate. That is true. Oh, or scone. Or scone. It could be a scone. We got three fruits and three cakes-ish that it could be. A raspberry scone. No, no. Uh, okay, so let's let's see. Let's see what this is. I'm a, oh, man. Ugh. It's going to be like a cherry cobbler we all lose. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> cobblers. Come on. We're just looking at him with anticipation. We just want to know what dessert this is so bad. I don't. I, I'm. It's very sweet. Um, not a scone then. Okay. Glad berry? we settled that Did you one. Say berry sweet. It's it's raspberry sweet. Sweet. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's got some sweetness to it. I can't really I can't really tell if it's a cheesecake per se. It does have a very um it has it has a thick mouth feel to it. A couple C's in there. Um, definitely some kind of lactose in here. I think cheesecake might be the might be the the winner winner chicken mm. dinner. So it is raspberry. Um, that's for sure. Um, hey. I might not be man of people, New Tide, but I will be man of dessert, New Tide. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Put it on the board. So this is like ridiculously good. It's really, really good. Um, it does have some of, the, like I said, it has some kind of lactose in it because uh, it is thicker, um, which you see in a lot of fruited sours. Um, but starts off, it's really, really strong with raspberry and some of the sour. Like you get hit with like a, like a, I don't know. I would say maybe like a six or seven on the sour scale so like you're talking like a tart granny smith apple um and then it's it sweetens up and and it carries the sweetness as this as the sour declines the sweetness picks up a smidge it's not too sweet it's not overly sweet but it's like really really well done and really really well balanced um so i like this beer is this beer is great this beer is awesome it's it's really really good so uh if you like if you're able to get uh this uh if you're in where wherever this is uh Eerie. it's Eerie. Eerie. I, yeah yeah um but uh yeah it's really good it's i don't know i mean i don't know what to tell i don't know what else to say about it like that's pretty much it if you like raspberry and if you like if you like something sweet then you're gonna you're gonna get this uh well well i pulled up um an article here from eerierereader.com Eerie uh-oh you know, obviously it's where you want to go it's yeah it's going to be like to, a green apple custard i got to like, say there's a lot of really bad puns in this in this article um, that tells you that you can or if you order it between now and april 6 you can beer a part of the action all you need to do is <laughs> log around to eerierefest.com okay so this was something that you could get outside of eerie no i think this is um like one of those beer boxes, like the that that Tud was doing, the old Tud was doing, where you like get it shipped to you. Right. But but uh, it says here, brewery owner Chris Siriani won't di- uh, divulge I mean. much about the much anticipated Brewfest in a can limited release, other than it is something quote very unique and never made before and may never be made again. Okay, <laughs> following along, and then aside from Erie's best donut, that's one of the ingredients variety unknown he hinted that it will be brewed with other local flavors such as maple syrup um so says the most obvious conclusion is that it will be some sort of coffee stout but that's clearly wrong this was all before this article was written before anybody had even tried it so that they also used adjectives of fresh fruity and a lot of fun so who knows what the fuggles is going on to complete the apparently not that article 
Not that article, but uh, it was. I'm like, just, I, I was like, should I have maple syrup? I mean, maybe that's the sweetness, but I get no maple sweet. Yeah, I think that was just a maybe, whole big maybe teaser. Maybe it's supposed to be like a raspberry donut. Then that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, we were all wrong on the pastry, but to be fair, donuts are not dessert; those are breakfast. Um, that's actually that's actually very true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on now. It should be a breakfast a breakfast sour. Yeah. <laughs> we all love our breakfast sours. Yeah. Which should I uh, reach for when I wake up? <laughs> uh, so but does I mean, untapped? I I I am curious. I assume it does. What doesn't nowadays? You know. Yeah, let's uh, let's pull it up on Untapped here. I'm I'm gonna give it a very very solid four and a half. Like this is a delicious a delicious beer. Really really good. Um, like I I don't know. It's exactly what you're looking for in a fruited sour or a dessert sour or a breakfast sour or whatever we want, whatever we determine it to be. Um, because the podcast does have final say. That's how, that's how it works. Um, but yeah, so it's very, very well done. Um, thank you, Jake, for sending it to me. He actually sent me the, the koozie as well, the official uh, Erie Micro Brew Festival in a can koozie. So I have proper koozie wear. Granted, nice. I'm drinking it from my poor character glass, but, you know, Dana's trying it now. Okay, so I have it here on Untapped. Uh out of the 106 total check-ins, what do you think the average is? Yeah. <laughs> she said melted Our beers were pop. so similar for this podcast. I know. All hundreds, all fruited, mm-hmm. weird. Right. Uh, okay, so 106. It is low, as as we I, I, I had anticipated. I'm going to say, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty high. I mean, this is really good. Uh, it is a sour. Part of me wants to just punt and take the take the check mark. You know what I mean? Like just just get close. <laughs> but I do think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be relatively high. Um, I'm gonna say it's. I'm gonna say it's a four point two one. Well, I think New Todd earns a earns a spot on the board here with a three point seven five. What are we talking? Oh what is happening today? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's topsy-turvy day today <laughs> yeah this is uh we've we've had a good run for a while i guess it's finally caught up with wow. us wow holy are we cow. into beer or do we not know anything about beer i no, literally untapped like, is wrong this is one of, this is one of the best beers i've had all year like apparently not apparently apparently not apparently i need to get into some more of these beers from erie pennsylvania because goodness yeah really <laughs> this one's trash <laughs> That is crazy. Well, you want to know, know why? It's because it's a beer festival beer. And we talked about this before with my experience at beer festivals. I, I love you guys to death, but my God, you are so picky. Everyone has to be a critic. And that's what's happening with this beer. I guarantee. Well, you know, they said dessert, but really donuts are for breakfast. Exactly. 3.25. Minus one point. Minus one point. Uh I have to. I have to, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna have to read through this. I'm baffled today. You, I Chris, thought that talk to the manager. I want. Yeah. Excuse me. Hold on. Can I make my hair do that thing? Excuse me. Can I talk to the manager? Oh goodness. Okay. Well, never mind. At Moppet, the Moppet takes the takes the point. And look at that. We have we have another person to add to the uh, to the board here. I'm running out of space. Not really. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would go and and put the check mark in but popcorn decided to lay on my uh headphone cord so i'm stuck i can't even sit up all the way but this is this is how as is far this? as i can okay. make it how is you this a th- how is this a 375 i need to i need to know 
You should go well, fly out there next time. I should. I, I'm going to talk to everybody. Doors, Western <laughs> yeah. style. And just like, you know, like. Yeah, everybody's yeah. going to look at me and be like, in the whispers, is that beer dad? Is that beer dad? Well, there's <laughs> like, only 100 check-ins. And from true. what I could tell, I don't think the brew fest has actually happened yet. So maybe oh. this is one to keep your eye on. Maybe this average might move. But uh, one thing is for sure. We know New Tut, Hong Kong Kong, will be woman of the I'm, people. Hong Kong Kong. I'm keeping an eye on this one. I'm going to reclaim. I'm going to reclaim this one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the honks are non-refundable, unfortunately. That's fine. Uh, yeah. I'm all about those the check are, marks. <laughs> those are issued once, and you're stuck with them. Oh, man. Um, you know, as a as a true uh, Buffalo Bills fan, take away the last two years, this feels right to me. This feels winning on an absolute low. Yes. It was <laughs> undoubtedly stupid <laughs> scores, but somehow we still came through. Like Unbelievable. Buffalo style. <laughs> and the funny we thing all was... We're was, even close. That, like, we weren't even all wrong the correct way. I went way under, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Oh, he man. still sips his coconut frothy puree through his straw. His yeah, this co- is definitely yeah. the only beer I've ever needed a straw for. It's coconut so smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh. I've issued the honks, so you know what that means. It's time for the Frosty Mug of Wisdom, uh, where we... We take our frosty mug out of the freezer. We fill it up with life advice, hacks, wisdomy wisdom, things we like, things we love, products, people, places, things, 20 questions, answers. I don't know. Um, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test. Mug of Wisdom! Drink. Mug of Wisdom! All right, Jordan. Thank you. As always, wreck my podcast. Check him out. Love you, Jordan. Um, as the newest co-host... Newest permanent co-host of the podcast. <laughs> yes, it's I, Todd. New people, Todd. Yeah. New M-O-P-N-M-O-P-T-M-O-P-N-T. I don't know. Um, new Todd. What, uh, what do you got for us? Well, last time I gave you guys a wonderful DIY life hack. Uh, I think I'm going to follow through and give you another wonderful DIY life hack because I'm into these. So my question for you is, do you produce lint? Of course. Who doesn't? No. People who don't have clothes dryers, I guess. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, we all, we all have lint. And what, what do we do with all this lint? Like, it's crazy. There's lint all over the place. You got to clean it every time. What is this? You got to also, actually, really quick, should clean your house from it. Make sure you get that out of your side wall because that is like one of the number one fire producers for houses. Mini handle. But what do I we like do it. with this crazy fire producing lint? You use it as a fire starter oh, nice. for your bonfires because it's bonfire season. And I never knew this. So what you can do with all this lint, it is so flammable and dangerous. Why not take a candle, melt that wax down? Like, you know, when you get to the bottom of the candles and you're like, oh, my God, there's still wax, but I can't. It hurts my hand to put the lighter in there. I always burn myself. The wick's too low. Well, what you do is you just light that up. You let the candle melt. This is going to blow your mind. Melt that wax down. Take that lint. Get those together, like make little like balls mixed with wax and lint, and then you have your own little fire starters. You throw them in the bonfire, boom, easy, flammable, amazing. I've done it. It's great. 
I like Super it because it smells good. Yeah, it's going to give a nice little, you know, like... <laughs> a nice well, little fluff, fluffy towels aroma comes out of your bonfire. Yeah, well, I was going to say, if you use the clean linen Yankee candle, it's like double wham. Oh, clean, clean linen is, is a poor man's fluffy towels. Okay. I'm just going... I'm just saying it. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Well, I, I thought it was fun because it's bonfire season, and I personally, before this, like, was... I, I have a horrible time starting bonfires. I'm not good at it. It's frustrating... You know, you're, you're, we all look stupid with like the fanning and the blowing and the, you know, r- rubbing the sticks together or something. So this is something I saw and I was like, wow, that's like really smart because I never know what to do with my old candle wax and I have candles lying around and never burn and I have a lot of lint. I don't know. Yeah, it's good because you get re- you get to use two things that you normally just throw away at one. It's a good compostable thing mm-hmm. and then it also helps you with your bonfire and it does smell good, but let's be honest, bonfires smell better no matter what. You love the smell of a good bonfire. I love the smell of the bonfire in action, not so much like the remaining weeks that it stays on my jacket or something. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Smelling like smoke great. after a bonfire, terrible. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I just sort of used this trick actually last time I started a fire. I've I use um, cotton balls and Vaseline, kind of the same idea. It is um, the same idea, yeah. But just doesn't smell as good, and also not recycling. So, you yeah, know, I mean, kiwis kiwis is better. I I, I, I I do. I'm a really big second use, second hand type of person. Like I love thrift shopping and second hand clothes are like my big thing, unless it's clothes from work. So I always like look for, you know, I'm not going to be crazy about it. Okay. I'm not going to scream at you if you, if you buy something new, but I, I just do like to do conscious decisions of what can I do to reuse something and extend its life. So I thought it was kind of cool and I like bonfires. Okay. So who's, uh, who are you handing this mug off to? Well, obviously, uh, as previously Kiwi, uh, knowing Chris from Twitch and band of people knew Tud being lifelong friends with Chris, uh, the obvious answer would be to pass this to Obert. So Obert, take it away. Okay. Uh, I guess I was going between a couple handles here. I will go with uh, this one because we have Kiwi on the podcast and uh, new Tud Kiwi. And she was talking before we started recording about, about her dog. And uh, I, have a, I have a doggy handle. You know, we, have, we let Chris have all the children-related handles. My, my wheelhouse is the dog handles. Um, I have been, uh, you know, previously when I used my fire lighting technique it was when i was backpacking with my dog popcorn she loves it she loves uh going for long hikes with me and i uh recently came across somebody asking for recommendations for a doggy pack for backpacking and they make those so i want to recommend the Roughware. um uh, i think it's called the ascent or the approach i'll tell you right now this is me not being prepared for my own handle but uh their doggy backpack Used for backpacking. It's great. Popcorn carries all of her own food, uh, some for water, and then I use it to carry. She carries out all the trash when we're done backpacking together. And uh, she gets all kinds of compliments on the trail with her very fashionable doggy backpack. I also like it because it's orange. She's black. So when I put it on her, people don't think she's a bear. And, uh, and I don't have to worry about her so much during hunting season as well. So it's kind of a dual purpose for that one. It's a pretty big pack, too. Uh, she's carried my beer before, but you got to be a little careful with that one. <laughs> what a, little, a good girl. Yeah. Yeah, it gets a little shaken up. You know, it's whatever you put in there is going to get wet. So stream crossings, whatever. I wouldn't put anything that you don't want getting too wet in the pack. But um, rough wear, uh, backpacking packs, all their stuff. I like their leashes. I like their life jackets. Uh, really good stuff. 
highly recommend the brand. And uh, let me see if I can get it up right now. That's awesome. I wish I could give that to my dogs, but uh, I, they, they flop on the floor and after 5,000 steps. So we don't hike together. They're no. too small. Not fans. <laughs> yeah. They're More 5, like 5, you, you need a pack for them to hop in on your back. Honestly, like after five, because I had my Fitbit on and I, I was at 5,000 steps and I was like, you know, like one more lap. Like I want to get some more exercise. And I was walking my dogs and Ivy, the one that was sick today, uh, again, in spirit of being the most dramatic dog she is after like right after 5,000 steps, she just looked at me and just flopped into the shade. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm so to carry her all sounds the way like, home. Sounds like hiking with beer dad. <laughs> Pretty much. I remember this. that. Yeah. 5,000 steps. <laughs> Yeah, so that was, she was so dramatic, and then of course she started like throwing up. Being, I'm like, I'm like, you're fine. Like you're so dramatic, and this is the reason we went to the vet today, and you cost me five hundred dollars for just allergies and being dramatic about it. But I'm glad she's good, and I'm glad it's just that. I, but still, come on, Ivy, five hundred bucks. Come on. That's good. What kind of what, what breed is Ivy? Uh, so both my dogs are Cavalier King Charles uh, poodle mixes. Okay. Yeah. Not not really the the not is the hiking thing. Not not a hike not hiking dogs. They yeah. they five thousand steps is, is all it takes to just absolutely demolish them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, popcorn is always ready to go. We went we went like twelve miles yesterday, and uh, oh today she was like so ready to go to the dog park. I'm like, really? You think I'd get one day out of this? But no, she's always ready to go. And it is I have it here the approach dog backpack from Roughwear R U F F wear very nice. good but uh that's my handle i'm gonna hand it over to uh chris to top off this mug what do you got for us uh okay so i hmm let me see do we do pets or do we do kids i don't do a lot of pet handles but i do have one <laughs> uh so i'll do that one uh so as as the listeners may know i have cats so many um, so many they're everywhere between cats and children, there's just so many people on the 36 floor. lives of cats <laughs> running around. Uh, but the one thing that, uh, you know, we, we are renting this house right now. Shh, I hope my landlord doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> Chris, landlord, shut it off. Turn off the yeah, podcast. Uh, never mind. Go back up. Shut it off. Um, but, you know, the one thing that is bad about cats is they like to scratch things. Um, and one of my cats in particular is a jerk and uh, likes to... stretch on walls and i'm like why do you stretch on walls like we have we have scratching posts and we have scratching pads um so we were doing some research to minimize the the impact that is that's been have been had and uh we saw it on chewy.com and all it is is uh it's it's a scratch pad that you can mount onto the wall and you can mount it around corners um, and all that stuff. And let me just tell you, at least one of my cats has been going to town on it. He's he, is it he the loves same it. cat that was scratching the wall before? Unfortunately, no. Question. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but at least one of them is using it. He, the other one might use it in secret. I don't know. Um, but it, it, it's it's something that's really nice. Like if you need more scratching surfaces for your cats, or if you're noticing that they're starting to do this, uh, you can. Uh, just put it up. Uh, sure, you have to fill two screw holes, but it's better than you know re- repainting the entire wall or whatever you have to do. So um, I, I, I suggest them. Like I said, it's just like a, I think it was like 10, 15 bucks and they come in a bunch of different sizes. So it's relatively cheap. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. If you're a cat owner out there and you're looking for something, to, uh, extra scratching surfaces for the cats, uh, check them out. We'll put a link in the show notes, of course. And uh, yeah, so there you go. There you go. Cat handle. 
Too much dog talk on the podcast. Too much dog talk. We got to even balance this out for sure. <laughs> okay, so new Todd, uh, I assume you're going to do all the credits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're doing the outro. We're like, okay, wait, what do we do now? We need a... <laughs> uh Listen, if, if you're walking on the, the park and you see a duck, listen, uh, you either stop and you save that duck or you lose your spot on a podcast and uh, possibly friends. Someone just randomly comes in and takes over that friendship spot like nothing happened. But you know what? You save the ducks. Uh, I would like to thank. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was confused. I was trying to follow the logic, but I got you. I was I was along for that journey. Okay, I, but well, I, uh, like I, I was along for the journey, and then like I felt like the magic carpet dumped me off into back to our podcast at the last second. Well, I, I was readily I was ready to sign off the podcast, and I forgot I did not thank my brewery, which is part of our sign offs here. That's probably what you were asking me to do, and not talk about ducks. Uh, as Todd talking about ducks. Um, but I would love to thank uh, Buried Acorn for their checkmark, 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 Sour New England IPA. Uh, I would like to thank the Erie Micro Brew Festival for their beer in a can. Yeah, I think it, and it comes from Erie Brewing Company, too. Okay. That's, that's what untapped. Sounds good to me. Thank you. And thanks, Jake, uh, for, the, for the trade. June 19th and 20th. There's still time. People, Erie Get listeners, help me, help me reclaim my check mark. <laughs> Erie Barbecue and Brew Fest. I'm assuming it's the same thing. It might not be, but uh, and I want to thank Burning Barrel Brewing Company for their Macnut Chichi, uh, very pineapply, coconutty beer. Um, <laughs> follow us on social media, especially Facebook, Instagram. That's where we do all our stuff. Uh, we have a Discord. All of that is at DAWF podcast. Uh, we always, we like have fun talks in discord there. Uh, but if you want to have a more one-on-one conversation, you could just email us DAWF podcast at gmail.com. Um, as we said last week, still looking for that breakfast email, you know, you know, you're out there, send it to us, I guess. (laughs) Uh, please check us out on Apple podcasts because they're not calling it iTunes anymore. Rate us five stars. Write a review. Write us, write us any stars. Write a funny review, and we will read it eventually on the podcast. I mean, you could write a review like this from Sloan80. Cheers. Who doesn't like drinking and conversing with friends? You guys do a great job keeping my attention and also make me hungry and thirsty. Uh, keep oh, doing thanks, your Sloan. thing because you got a new subscriber. So thank you, Sloan. Hopefully you still listen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, new Todd, where can we find you, Uh Social media, around the internet, whatever you want to promote. I don't know. I feel like I have to change a couple handles around for my new title. But at the moment, you can find me at Kiwi Kadota uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, which is where I live stream Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays. Uh, yeah, that's that's really where I kick it for the most part. All right. So so listeners, first search New Tud Kadota, and then. <laughs> If that doesn't work. If that doesn't work for some re- for some odd reason, just check Kiwi Kodota, okay? <laughs> Man of People, Duck Overlord, New Tud is I my like preferred it. title. But for now, uh, we can... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You, only get, you only get special honorifics once you get one right. Uh, or does she... I got a do, check mark. Did you? You had you had it very easy. I No, no, no. You have to get so, it 100% correct. Like, yeah, yeah, but... It's only happened get, twice on the podcast. And you're talking to the gatekeeper, so you better watch yourself. <laughs> you had it for one day, I've one one at, look episode. At all those, look at all those check marks. <laughs> I have so many check marks back there. 
but you only held the title for literally one episode. I'm the gatekeeper. Doesn't sound of, very I'm the gatekeeper of perfect scores. Check uh, us out on Patreon. Dollar a month <laughs> gets you access to all the pre-games. Uh, where this last week we had uh, second chance again. Beer reviews. It's always a good time. Uh, that's all I got. Did I forget anything, or how did I do, Chris? I think you did all right. All right. I think you did all right. And so with that, my name's Obert. My name's Chris. And I'm Kiwi, new man of people to duck overlord. And if you are drinking alone with friends, do it with strangers you met over the internet. Slide in and take one of their spots. Take over their friendship. They no longer exist. You are a down. All hail new overlord. Oh, new duck overlord, new, new t- You're gonna have to. Can you write this down? Can you, I know. Can you put it in an email. It just keeps growing. It grows every time it comes out of my mouth. That's what she said. Sorry. Oh, come on. You, you mentioned kumquat earlier. We did, yeah. We, the we whole just glossed over made it. it to here. We made it almost all the way. Help it. Just cut it out. No. Can't. We can't. We, we notoriously don't edit this podcast. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're stuck with it in. Uh, yeah, we're stuck with it in. Oh, see, now look what's happening. Now we're now the wheels are off. Mom, God damn it, you tut. Mom, it's not me. It's the tut inside me. That's also what she said. It's even worse. <laughs> oh boy. Goodness, goodness. I I apologize. This is this is new tut. Does she have to take on the new tut too? Yeah, yes. yes, it's all canon now.